All right, everybody. That's right. You're on the air with Wester Joseph and Pops with WMP's Lo-Fi Sci-Fi. Yeah. Uh, kind of 80s sci-fi movie tonight. It's actually the movie is Alien with uh, what's the Good. lady's name? Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, the tough ass Sigourney Weaver that we all know from the very first movie, uh, Alien. I guess is, yeah. is is the movie. Very amazing sci-fi movie. Uh, myself, I'm gonna go ahead and start it. Uh, 20th Century Fox. Uh, this movie, I will tell you, I'm probably gonna scream a lot. This fucking movie <laughs> is still scares the shit out of me. I when I think about it, it scared the fucking shit out of me when I was a kid. And I would have to say, out of all the sci-fi movies, this is. Ridley Scott did a good fucking job, dude. And uh, yeah, this movie—it's it, it, this the the oh, yeah. Tom Skerritt, I forgot he was in this. I yes. used to love him. A lot of great actors in this movie. This, I mean, this this movie blew my mind when I was a kid. Just, I mean, just blew my mind. I've seen this so so many times. Harry Dean Stanton, another good one. Yeah. I mean, this... Well known from Repo Man. You know, as far as... Oh, Pretty in Pink. John well. Hurt's so bittersweet. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that later, but yes, uh, we had to do this a week after the passing of the great John Hurt, and probably talk about that a little later, but I needed a week to process that, so... But I love this movie. Music by Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, this is seventy nine. Yep, nineteen seventy nine. Holy crap! Like this movie, isn't there something where they say Blade Runner and Alien exist in the same universe? I think there's something. like Holy that. Holy shit! That makes perfect sense. That'd be cool. Alien and Blade Runner. So on Earth, that's happening while in space, this yeah. is happening. That'd be cool as shit, dude. Dude. That'd be cool. Dude, you know what? Yeah, because essentially that's what the androids would be, like replicants, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, nerding out. We always do this. All right, the music in this, just alone. The ships. Like, when I saw this ship when I was a kid, I was just like, man, like a monolith refinery. Look at that shit. Yeah, I I love all of this stuff. The Nostromo. I think I think something that's been explained by Ridley Scott is that basically the subtitles of all the alien movies are the names of the ships that they're traveling on. Mm-hmm. So that's how it kind of works in the series, which I think is a great concept. But one of my favorite things I love about this movie, besides the fact that you just can't go wrong with models, I think models and computer animation, like the special effects are so amazing. They're on par with Star Wars. But I love this movie because where, uh, yeah. where Star Wars is the gritty, hopeful version... Aliens is like real life. Yeah. Like when when going to space is nothing but a thing. Shit goes yeah, wrong. this is like working on an oil rig in space. It's like dirty, it's like crappy. You probably gotta <laughs> fix shit with shitty wrenches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I love this movie because of that. Cause right off the bat, this is like one of those first few sci-fi movies where everything's dirty. Yeah, there's like this space, it's like there's a there's a kind of like a yeah. They're just, uh, they're just they're just working. Yeah. <laughs> J- 
just these long pans yeah. through the ship, almost like 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey a little bit. Well, it's it's basically like, like I think of it like this when I watch this movie. It's basically going, here's the space, remember it. Yeah. Because look at this, it's interesting, you're into it and you don't realize that every corner that you can't see is where death is going to come later on. So you, and the rest of the movie, oh, you yeah, start traveling down these same tunnels. So he's kind of showing you the lay of the land. Yeah, he's giving you all the cre the crevices and yeah behind the boards and. It's like when they show you a house in the history and tell you the history of the house in a horror movie. It totally sets you up like, oh, this is where bad shit's gonna happen. I love this intro. No ashtray right there. <laughs> ashtray in space. That's yeah. funny. 79, they think, yeah, people are smoking in space. Look at those computers. It took like, it took like years just to get it to do that in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking dot matrix yeah. to it, you know? But that's what I love about it. It's just like this low-tech technology. Yeah. Low-tech, high-tech. Kind of like lo-fi sci-fi. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love this. Just lighting up every corner. I know. See that? I see what see what you mean by the dirty. How everything's got a a brush, like all the edges are kind of yeah. been bumped into, and everything's yeah. been used, and the lab coats. Like when, like, like when you see the Death Star, like an it's Imperial. Got the Purina sign on the yeah. Door. When you see an Imperial cruiser in Star Wars, that shit is like shiny. Yeah, yeah, no, true. Yeah, you know. That's why that's why I enjoyed Rogue One because it gave a lot of this feel. Oh right, yeah. no totally. But this movie's all about atmospheres. Like that's why this is a a great, you know. Like I say, Alien Aliens is the horror movie of the franchise, and then Aliens Two is like the action movie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it's just totally setting it up. To, like what the hell's happening? We're gonna fucking die, man. We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> get, get out of here, man. I love this. I mean, how long did that take? Five minutes. Yeah, five, a five-minute introduction before you saw the first person. Yeah. And I and I think it's really interesting because it gives you a time lapse of how long it takes for things. Like this ship has probably been flying and doing its thing, and they've been sleeping for years. Yeah. They should be waking up, getting ready to do their thing, and they everything actually. Should be I just saw a thing on a science thing on YouTube that they said they're just not too far away from being able to create the hibernation for space travel. Huh. They're almost, they almost got it. They figured uh. out a way by, uh, what they do is they do intravenous type thing where they, uh, put stuff through your blood system yeah. and hook you up and kind of slow your body down. But they're doing that for medical procedures. Look at John yeah. Hurt. Look how the same thing they're doing for, exactly. That's yeah. what they're doing for medical procedures. Look at John Hurt. Look how young he is. Right? Look at that. It's crazy. Oh my God. Skinny lad there, right? Oh man, it makes me want to cry. So this was 79, so that's actually almost 40 years ago. Yeah, man. So he was probably 40 there, right? You, yeah, I Wasn't mean... He, how old was he in his... I mean, he was... He recently passed at 77. Okay, so he was probably 30. When, yeah, when I worked with him, he was like maybe 72, 73. Okay. That was like 2011, 2012. So yeah, he he was probably forty. Look at Sigourney. Anybody ever tell you looked at She looks so young. Wow. And they're all smirking. Yeah. Before we dock, 
Of course that wouldn't happen in space, right? right? Or right. contaminate right. everything. Yeah. We deserve full shares, right? You see, Mr. Park and I feel that the bonus situation is... Harry Dean enough. Stanton. That guy was always old. <laughs> right? Always old, always smoking, still kicking. It's like it's amazing. It's like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> it's like he always kind of looked old, even yeah. though he was really young. I love this. I love this era before everybody had plastic surgery, so people had all their real teeth and shit. Oh yeah, there was fucked up teeth. People had wrinkles. The older folks were yeah. There's no yeah. No shine. No sheen. No yeah. stretch. Something you almost miss. You no almost. Mean. You almost don't miss. You miss it because you don't see it. Yes. What HD? What HD would really make people? <laughs> HD. Like whoa. HD cameras are the bane of Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood is so ageist that I'm glad that it's like it's slowly changing in subtle ways because you can just get so many good years out of a a really great artist. You know, like like in Hollywood, it doesn't matter how pretty and young you are. They'll they'll get rid of you in two years. Or five years, you know, how many Hollywood starlets in his movies that we've never heard from again, ever? You know what I'm saying? But then, a lot. Then there's some, like, but then, then you have people like Liam Neeson, yeah. who does Dark Man back in the late 80s and then comes back in his 60s yeah. as a fucking action. Because star. they have a breath of things about him. Like, look at Sigourney yeah. Weaver. This is her, this is her movie. She's forever entwined with this character. It's like, and, this, then, and then she did such a great role in Working Girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good it's movie. It's a funny fucking movie. I loved I loved stuff in this because it looks like gigantic modular synthesizer. I know. Look at that, right? I know the whole room looks like a freaking late seventies electrono funk band. <laughs> I like the fonts on this. This is like good stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. See, it's not beer. That's uh, Sifo lemon lime. So if Sifo yeah. ever wants to sponsor this podcast along with Reed's. Extra ginger brew. Yeah, that's my drink. Because you always gotta have snacks when you watch a movie. That's right. So ginger brew and sci-fi. What's up? Another thing I think I've always loved about these movies. I love sci-fi movies because they give you a glimpse of the future. Like they just um, now women have to, you know, be in selective service. But whenever you see videos of you know women in the future, they're working right alongside the men, and there's almost no sexual context. There's nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They're just getting gritty. Yeah, it's just doing work. Yeah, just Starship Troopers and all that stuff. It's yeah, like, totally. You know, because that's a whole half of the population. But like, don't you think that's more of a European ideal, too? Mm. I mean, Europe seems to have less of a... Nothing. You know, like, they're more open sexually and there's not... You know, there's no really... I don't I don't know. Maybe uh, it's tough for me to say. And I've, and I've been thinking that we should probably have another podcast where we can speak our mind on these things because it's just too tempting give ourselves like an hour to just <laughs> oh right yeah sure right but in general I think that Europe is the birthplace of misogyny mostly in the western ideal of conquering lesser people do you so. think it's changed though like it's becoming the place of like a different like it's going to be now the birthplace of that of the anti-misogyny no I, I think um, integration is the best thing that happened to the world you saw it happen in World War II you're going to see it 20 years from now Right. You know what I'm saying? All these places in Asia. I think like these kind of movies, like how we have sci-fi movies yeah, where integration I, is just yeah. normal. I think these movies reflect that, right? Because when you think about the past that would have might have happened in this universe, that had to have happened. Yeah. You know, because we're on one planet, we go to another planet. Now we're the alien species trying to figure it out. Right. No. Like, 
on borders that are the size of your galaxy. You know, when there's asteroids everywhere, you can bring every resource ever. The, yeah. the world will become, the Earth would become like the Garden of Eden, you know? Because everybody else is working in the shit like these guys. Yeah, they're out in space fucking yeah. doing shit with meteors. Yeah, they just want to breathe fresh air and see trees and flowing water. Like I can see in the future. This like, would be like fucking coal miners. Yeah. Yeah, always in the fucking ground. Yeah, these are coal miners. They bring space will be like being underground. Yeah, they bring back the raw materials that run the Earth, like an asteroid, like how much platinum, how much. You know, NASA's trying to do that now. I saw that shit. They just found an asteroid that's worth. What did they say? Thirty-six thousand billion dollars. Yeah, like trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars because. Think about it, it's like every ounce of that asteroid doesn't exist on Earth. That means that every, but then there's enough platinum gold in it to like basically subvert the world markets. But then you could start building space stations with these materials. So you have these huge amounts of materials to create those things. And just a fraction of it will make bring the cost of us because now you don't never have to crush another mountain to make gold. Yeah, because there's money. Yeah, because it becomes speculation. You bring back one asteroid, you might spend, you make space cost effective enough you can bring back, listen to us talk like nerds. That's because the cool shit hasn't happened yet. This movie is so much damn set up. And if, and I hate, yeah, I hate to even spoil this movie, but because we may one day make videos and stuff, it's probably best that we talk over this damn thing. <laughs> We'll get quiet when it starts getting real. Yeah, I mean, they're just setting this up. I mean, look at that. That's like an oil rig in space. Yeah, like, that's crazy. And I forget, where are they in Saturn in this? If people are listening. Are they like, they're in the Earth's solar system. No, they cannot be. No. No, no. Uh, let me see. Let me do a little research oh. here. Can do some research. Yeah, we're going to fire up the hyperlink, see what yeah. happens. To 1.21 gigawatts. Oh man. Okay, the l little game that we always play. They're making new Aliens movies, but we've heard that Neil Bond Camp was supposed to make Aliens 5, which was essentially the Aliens 3 sequel we never got. Oh shit. And um, I say, oh, I say, you know, like over under. Sorry, Collider, that's a great idea. <laughs> but you know, what is the percentage you think that's going to happen? I personally think that. Even though Blomkamp, I know it's so dope. Even though Blomkamp is the man, there's so many guys who could direct an alien movie. Yeah. So I mean, Billy Dillon. I mean, I watched Arrival, dude. Come on, that think, dude would be incredible. I think, I think if you did him with whoever just did Rogue One. Yeah. And then what's his face who did Star Trek? Mm. The new guy. If you took those two guys, because the guy who does the Star Trek, J.J. Abrams. Mm. I like the way he does, the way he films the Star Trek movies, the way they get the glare, the cameras, all that. I like that stuff. You like, you're a lens flare guy. Dude, I don't know, oh. there's something about it. There's, so, there's always one Because it's so somewhere. real to me, because it seems, because I've seen that lens flare before, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you turn a car and you get it sometimes, or like, so I, I, it makes it look like, that's to me, this is what it seemed like would happen in space. A lot, you know, especially with the sun being. Yeah. Now, I one thing I gotta say about this movie, 
Okay, they're in the, what was the, the, they're in the little ship now. They just, they disengaged. Yeah, yeah. And they're landing, what, on the asteroid? Or they're landing on the planet. Was it the moon of a planet or the actual? It was the moon of a planet. But uh, one thing I will say about this movie, the, the, the special effects are fucking awesome. Like, they're awesome. Yeah, the they completely hold up. Like, I mean, really, like, like, maybe if you did a high definition, but, I mean, this is 1979. We watch movies five years later. The quality of this same kind of thing goes down, like, exponentially. Like, the attention to detail in this movie is incredible. Like, they're just working. You're not even watching them have casual conversations. Like, this is what they do every day. Every day. been so hard to make a 3D graph back then. And don't forget H.R. Geiger's amazing fucking artwork. Yeah, man. Alien. I mean, H.R. Geiger tells some amazing stories about the production of this and the shit that he got through. I mean, there's so many incredible, weird sexual innuendos in this. Yes. And yet, in so many ways, this is such a sexless movie. But then... From the human side, which would normally be the case, right? People be falling in love and all kinds of bullshit in the yeah. background. But all the all the thing here is from the aliens' perspective, right? They can yeah. impregnate them. You force you force themselves on you. It's weird. All these crazy phallic things, and then the eggs. Are, it's it's nuts. There, there. The commercial. It says the commercial star-faring tub, the Stromo. Is on a return trip from Thetis to Earth, hauling a refinery and 20 million tons of metal ore, and carrying its seven-member crew in stasis. Upon receiving a transmission, the from a nearby planetoid, the ship's computer awakens the crew, acting on standing orders from their corporate employers. The crew detaches the Stromus from the refinery and lands on the planetoid. So it's a planetoid, resulting in some damage to the ship. Captain Dallas, executive. Okay. Huh. Yeah, we got it. All right, so Is that it? I didn't. Re I really. That's. I, I kind of okay. like this. I'll kind of explain. That's a synopsis of basically what we talked over. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. I'm not trying to say that this first part is not like the shit because it, it's totally unlike so many of these movies. I mean, he spends a lot of time setting up every scenario that's going to be a problem later on. The ship yeah. is down. Yeah, on this planet, it's, it's fucked. they got you're on a planetoid. They never, they didn't know much about. Yeah, but the corporation was like, just go. Look. Yeah, just go there. Like that's another thing I love about this. This idea that this this evil corporation that wants that to does not give up. Yeah, they see these things as perfect weapons. Still, I'm disappointed that they've never put the aliens on Earth. I'm very disappointed. I think that would be. And I think that I, one of my other disappointments is that they never show. Aliens necessarily the aliens necessarily evolving, which it seems like they would, right? It, from from like what they were from in the beginning, you mean like the Prometheus type of time? Well, like they did they kind of evolve, kind of but evolved. but like think about it. Every generation of them takes on the characteristics, starts taking on characteristics of more and more 
of their hopes. So like, so if, like the so the aliens with Winona when they had the weird one that was almost like human humanoid s. Yeah, I think there were some aspects of it that did yeah, make. There's sense. a lot of evolution shot yeah. in that, but it was kind of just versions of it. it yeah. wasn't really an evolution. It wasn't an evolution. Like re- they kept like, retrying. Like, could you imagine yeah. an alien that and they finally making one that that really thinks, not just plans and hunts, but can think and outsmart you. Yes. Well, I think at there a human level. New alien movie they're working they on. They are. They're working on Alien Covenant, and it looks, I gotta say, it looks super dope and totally in line with this. And the new Prometheus movie looks kind of crazy. I mean, I enjoyed Prometheus. I liked it. I really liked it. Like, for it being not, for it not having really any action or anything else like that, it was just a tension movie. The, the way I feel about that movie, it's like the reverse of like a Star Wars. If they yeah. make the sequel, Alien Covenant, uh, answer all the questions that weren't in the first one, then it's going to make people go back and go, oh, I get it. I think right. he's got a great way to fix, you know, retroactively fix things. Because there were things that intrigued me. Yeah. I mean, there were dumb things too, but, you know, what you going to do? Where's Chips? Just Kettle Brand. We even said, but we eat these things every week, so I don't give a damn. <laughs> Brought to you by Kettle Brand. Yeah. Kettle Brand Chips. Kettle Brand Chips. Hey, the good stuff is just too damn expensive. Oh, sea salt and vinegar. Ah, my mortal enemy. Oh, no. You love them? Huh? Maybe my girl will like them. Yeah, take them home. Yeah, yeah. My mortal enemy. I remember the first time I had these, I was like, "Go oh, chip. Oh my god, no. <laughs> you don't like the vinegar. Hey, growing up in the hood, people loved them. I knew people would buy pickle juice. As a kid, you could buy pickle See, juice. I like, I like the pickled potato chips. Though. So much build up, like... When you watch this, yeah, yeah, they just get you buying into the universe it's in. Everybody is smoking on this damn thing. It's crazy. I love this character in the movie, the black guy. I love that dude. Fucking hydro plan? Yeah, so you got 
So basically, that's the point of this movie. I mean, sorry if we're like, I will try not to spoil anything. It's like, try my best anyway. But that's kind of the point. Like maybe the corporation possibly send him here for these aliens. Okay. Oh, okay. This is like one of the tries. Yeah, because in Aliens 2, that's what it's kind of all that's about. Right. Like, what is the, the Watami? What's the name of the corporation? That is right. Yeah. right. Corporations just... Mind if I give a shot? Constantly pushing to do something with these aliens, like using like some kind of biological weapon. And it's like, it's like they almost... Because like I was watching this, they're explaining... The, what's going on with Prometheus and the, the I was watching some YouTube shows about that the the um what they call them the creators mm -hmm. and engineers and the engineers and they were talking about them and everything and how they came about and what what they were doing and why they decided to why they created us and then why they decided to kill us and all this other kind of stuff it was kind of neat like if any of you would like to you kind of like follow the Kind of round, there's a bunch of YouTube videos that explain this alien stuff and go in like these crazy oh, circles. I love so it. It's that, deep. it's that next level fan fiction. It's like, I think 20 years from now, every director or writer is going to understand. I think we're beginning to see like universe building. Like, you got to have a complete universe. Yeah. Like, comic books don't sell money, but they set up the characters that make money. Yeah, so totally. You so you can't have one without the other. Yep. That's a good point. This is a real shitty looking planet too. Yeah, dude. Fuck this planet. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, there's the ship. There's the ship. Prometheus. That is is that the Prometheus? What is the name of the ship in Prometheus? The alien ship. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, you're right. See, I haven't seen this in so long. I forgot about yeah. those connections. I feel like two years behind the board. I know, right? Not even like the damn movie. That's the same shit from Prometheus, right? Where the engine... Oh, okay. I got you. See? The yeah. Big I forgot about this part. This is like... These movies, like, seriously, honestly, when it always comes to these fucking movies, I'm like, why the fuck are you listening to these corporations? Fuck them. Go there, land, say, nope, didn't see shit. Sorry. We're on our way back home now. The moon visited by the priest called the LV-223 is not the same planet visited by the Nostromo and aliens, which is called LV-426. I believe that the latter was not named on screen until the second film of Aliens. So they are two different engineer ships and two different dead engineers. So the, in, so the so, engineers went all over the universe doing this stuff. See, they were out to fucking destroy some shit. God damn, dude. That's, That's fucked up. Those guys are dicks. Damn, the special effects hold up in this movie. But they were out to fuck up a lot of universes. Dude, come on, man. I think about it this way, and I hate to agree with like cats like Stephen Hawking, but if you're an advanced civilization that can travel across space and time to visit another world, and there was some shit there that didn't like you, um, you've already defied every known law of physics that we put yeah. into place like uh there is probably not much we could do about it like i basically think well how did we treat the indians yeah the same way that's yeah. how we get we basically we get, wiped we get, them out we get stomped on like a, like a big boot are you kidding yeah. me oh i know the dude the, the moment anybody says we have made contact i will say that was a really stupid thing to do <laughs> no i wouldn't i mean because it's in human nature it's in human we, nature we'd be fucked 
like movies like, you know, there's different ways to think about it. But, you know, I think a lot of that attitude comes from, like, right, we look at creatures under the sea that we've never seen before. Right. Interact with them and uh, study them. They see us, we see them, but at the end of the day, it, you know, it gives us knowledge. But yeah. once aliens been around, once the concept of life on other planets been around 10 years, this is the world. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> True. You know, it's like... It's hard to sustain that wonder in a world where everything's wonderful for like at least I don't even know if you get fifteen minutes. Hell, you only need a decent tweet, hundred and forty characters. Yeah. John Hurt, sci fi giant. God, the voice is always the same. Like you know. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little a little shout out and say that uh, it probably took me a week to kind of just kind of process uh, Mr. Hurt's death because I had to get the opportunity to work with him on a on a film for about a month and a half uh, about five years ago and uh, he literally helped to you know kind of bring me into the acting world we hung out every day played I mean just. But one of the fun things—I mean, you know—one of the fun things that'd be amazing about it is like I'd watch some of these movies and then go back and talk to him about it. Right. So I talked to him about Heaven's Gate and Spaceballs and how he got convinced by oh, Mel shit. Brooks and oh, dude. Yeah. And it was just like this guy was so honest and you know, and I think it really comes across in his performances because he just—I don't know—like he just—you you understand why? Like this scene. This the scene that we all know is gonna come in this movie. It's probably I'd say in the top three death scenes on film of all time. I'll I'll easily say that. Totally. I, in fact, in fact, I can't even think of too many death scenes. Maybe in the last thirty years, some of them were popular, but this one is classic. It's been parodied. It's been done billions of times. Billions there, yeah. of times. Billions through the of decades. Time. Like it's never lost its its. Uh... It's never lost that that pop culture moment. Yeah. No matter what decade it is, you, know. you could still make that joke. You could sit there at any dinner table, anywhere, and make the joke something like yeah. this, and everyone's gonna fucking laugh about it. You, you know, know, it was amazing asking him about these because you know, like he would explain to me that these sets were like. And he's like, "Shut up! Yeah. I'm tired of talking." No, about no, seriously. He would know. He explained that these <laughs> sets were like incredibly practical. So like. Half the time, they just wouldn't believe. They'd see like the concept art and didn't just wouldn't believe what they'd walk on set and see. Right. You know, so like the work that they did. Yeah. So they put all this like he said it was really tactile. Now, really, Scott was a a fantastic director. Like you know what I'm saying? How he set everything up like the the actors to be feel as if they were real. Yeah. Like he's he was you know I mean he's a giant in genre. I'm guaranteeing the low fi sci fi. He's gonna be in several movies we did and having. You know, I wouldn't say that I knew him, but we worked together for a month and hung out every day at jams, and then we, you know, we met again in Berlin, and I'm just telling you, like, he influenced me incredibly, so, like, his passing, like, affected me really deeply. Like, a lot of people pass, you know, Prince and Michael Jackson, but I didn't drink with these people. I didn't hang out. I didn't work and get to see them work, and then they come back and tell me, hey, you know, 
you know, you're a part of this too, you know, get in there, you know, like no kind of pretentiousness. It just made me pray that everybody else that I met in the industry would be that cool. And for the most part, it was, you know, yeah. everybody I've met has just been, but they're interesting like we are, you know, but it's just, you know, to have a giant of like that even give you a minute is something spectacular. No, totally. But then to talk to him about this movie is incredible. You know, it just it's just the memories. Like, I really just have, a, you know, my condolences to his family. And, I, you know, I met his wife. And it's just like, it, it, you know, it's just, he's just a lion. And to me, it's like, he must have been, the crazy thing is I worked with this guy, like, for a month and a half. He must have been sick when we worked together. Right. And it's like, it blows my mind when I even heard that he was sick. It, to me, it was like, there's a guy who's going to fight and get another 10 years out of me because I wouldn't have even known. I mean, you drank Sauvignon Blanc every day, yeah. beef bourguignon, and it was up till like 4 or 5 in the morning. There's a guy who lived life, so it's like, you know, you know, shout out to John Hurt. This is, you know, one of his defining performances, you know, to me. It really helps make the movie. Great death, you know. Guys died well in a lot of good movies, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the pre-Sean Bean, you know. But, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Sorry, everybody. It's just like I really had to like process it for a week because it's just like it. It just affected me working with him and then doing those things. So like I really was like, yeah, we should do this movie because this is where. Yeah, dude. The the effects in this movie still are kind of blowing my mind like they like so simple so practical though yeah it's like that's why this is 1979 but it's like oh god I hate this part alright here's the good stuff Oh, I can't wait for this part. No, I'm okay. All right. Okay, I'm slipping. I love this. Don't walk around the first time I watched this movie, I was like, I didn't know what to expect. Oh. Don't walk around the edge. This still works so good. Look how practical that is. Don't, 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 don't touch it. Oh my God. <laughs> don't touch it. No. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've heard, oh, I love that, how the slime is flowing in it. But ladies and gentlemen, if you have never seen, yeah, you can kind of see the organism inside. If you have yeah. never seen this movie, do yourself a favor. Like, you may be under 30, like how old did you say this movie is? Almost 40 years old. Yes, sir. And, yeah. This, 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 like, this movie will be a template to when astronauts go into space and they think they might find some bad shit. They're going to be like, remember John, remember John Hurt and Aliens. It's opening. <laughs> oh my God, I hate this part. H.R. Geiger, I, I saw a video where he talked about how much they argued over that opening. I bet. Whether they should make it four like that or flower. So, yeah. like, it was crazy. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, uh, <laughs> I love it. They don't even. Uh. They sent him out there by himself. Yeah, that's insane. What? 
Why did they send him out there? By That's what it was. Well, it's a small crew, but to me, it's like I'm gonna send you on an alien spaceship just to whatever. I would at least sent another person down there with him. You know what I think it is too? It's like I think they really established that this isn't a military. Oh, these are just these average. Are, these are these are minors. And there's just like not miners, but miners. Yeah, like like space miners, you know. Not space kids. I think that's why they put. I think that's why in Aliens Two they had like the more space marine concept. That's why they had to bring out the yeah. marines because this set it up. They fucked up by sending them. They fucking yeah. But they sent miners. These guys aren't not necessarily planetary explorers. You know, they're not making, um, they're, yeah, they're not making science-based decisions, yeah. which I will say was one of the real faults of Prometheus, because they really, oh man, and they just did everything wrong, that hurt my heart, where this makes more sense, it's like, they're in a situation that's like curious, and nobody knows the danger, like he didn't even, oh, here's, here's a good part, she wouldn't let him, she, Ripley would, would, didn't want to let him in the ship. Yes, I'm you. The answer is negative. But the fucking robot lets him in. That's part of his programming, though, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't even. This is rough. I can't even look at it. It's so gross. It just blows these other movies away, man. Like the thing, man. Oh! I know, I sound like such a wimp. My God. Oh! Oh! It got him. Choked him up. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> I forgot, man. That thing looks so crazy. <laughs> They just don't do it like that anymore, man. They, oh, oh, it's so bad. And I love how they make it look like a hand and, you know. That's insane. Like, they're just committing surgery. It's like... And, the, and, like, everybody's watching. I'd be like, get him off the fucking ship. Yeah. I mean, Ripley knows it. She knows, you know? She's sitting there. That, I mean, she didn't even want to fucking let him on the goddamn ship in the first place. But I think that's the whole point. The, their whole trip was for... Just to get a specimen. Right, I think that's what the isn't that what the robot was pretty much. Yeah. He knew what was happening. Nobody else did. Fucking corporations, goddamn you, GE. Yeah. Brought to you by GE General Electric. <laughs> Aliens. Brought to you by the destruction of all mankind. Brought to you by GE. We bring bad things to life. 
They got so many great details. Oh, we gotta get it off. Let's not be too hasty. We don't know anything about it. Now we're assuming it's feeding him oxygen. If we remove it, could kill him. I won't even take your chance. Just cut it off. And, uh, you take responsibility. Yes, yes, Alex. Responsibility. Oh, that thing is so gross. Oh yeah, this is okay. Yeah, that's where they cut it. This is where they learn he has. Ugh. All right, this is gonna be gross. This is where they learn it has acid. Shit went through like four decks. Very thick decks, mind you. Like of much whatever material they use in space. Don't get anything on your arm. Stop. Didn't say anything like that except uh, molecular acid. We must be using it for blood. Got a wonderful defense mechanism. You don't dare kill it. What about Kane? Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. He's in he's kind of gone, dead. Acid blood fingers. Face mask. Why did Slipknot ever use it make a mask like that? Because it's horrifying. <laughs> That'd be horrifying if Slipknot had a mask like that. I am sorry, I am sorry, <laughs> folks, that I, but man. It was this so... movie used to make me cringe. Yeah, this do, thing's. I'm doing all right. That's why I love H.R. Geiger. There's something so primally wrong. Yeah. That's why his creation is evil. This looks, it just looks nat this naturally evil. You know what I think? It's not that the aliens are evil, they're just. They're just of a singular nature. Singular purpose. Singular. They're just a, a living biological machine of a singular purpose. No feelings, no emotion, nothing about it. Just death. That's fucking nuts. It's like so. It's like it's like the ultimate nihilist. You know, kind of kind of a statement, like the idea of an alien. Like when we think of an alien, we think of a foreign thing that we're like most of these aliens. You're gonna go invade, but this yeah. is something that like everybody. You're just, not gonna invade this motherfucker. Yeah, they're like, don't bring it to Earth. Yeah, it, because you realize it's like a cold or a virus. It yeah. will affect every living thing and destroy it. And destroy it. That's the whole point. 
That's why this organization really wants it. I love these. That's right. They wanted it for a fuck. They use it as a weapon. But what kind of weapon? You just send us a military weapon. But they They were trying to figure out a way to control them. But what kind of? It's like when you think about it, there's going to be billions of aliens on the planet. Like, how are you going to get rid of the aliens to take over the planet? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can. That's what C corporations don't think until it's after the fact. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't fix the problem until there's a problem. That's how corporations work. I mean, yeah. You just keep making shit. Oh, something broke. No, now we'll fix it. Man, I don't mean, prepare for it. It's it's like I love this. It's like they really does such a great job of selling up why Ripley is able to survive this because she's the only one with basically any damn common sense and any instinct. Yeah, and who questions everything? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look how bad, like, they did, look how bad, like, the first movie, like, they tried to make the monitors look covered up, you yeah. know, with, like, these, but it's just very, kind of, looks like it's quickly, give us a bunch of buttons and lights. That's funny, what does it mean? Please don't do it. Please don't do it. Then, like, an animal with a robot. Well, it's an interesting combination of elements making him a... Division's basic quarantine law. Hmm. No, that I didn't forget. Oh, I see. You just broke it. Huh? Look, what would you have done with Jane? Hmm? You know, his only chance of survival was to get him in here. Unfortunately, by uh, breaking quarantine, you risk everybody's life. Maybe I should have left him outside. Maybe I've jeopardized the rest of us, but it was a risk I was willing to take. It's a pretty big risk. Science officer. Yeah, but even if you would have left him outside, he still would have turned into that weird fucking creature like that one guy did in Prometheus when he slept outside. You know, they didn't let him in. Yeah. And then he fucking ends up killing a bunch of fucking people because he's this weird little monster. You know, like. That was a weird evolution of the. That was the weirdest evolution of the creature. Yeah. Was in Prometheus. Yeah. When the guy got that and they were like, fuck that, he ain't coming in here, and then he turned into that weird. Walking backwards and yeah. they broke those dudes in half. <laughs> yeah, there was some weird parts in that. I, I, damn, I did like that movie. It gave me more questions than answers, but like I said, yeah, definitely Ridley yeah. Scott still did that one. This is his universe to play with, so he's, something tells yeah. me he's going he's gonna to do Prometheus in such a way that, I mean, uh, the sequel Covenant in such right, a right. way. Like, he's aware of that. Yeah, he's got it all free. He's aware. Like, oh, he's, here's, the, here's the getaway ship. <laughs> oh. Spoilers! Wow, that's cool. When these movies are 40 years old. Yeah, yeah if you haven't seen this one by now, let's, let's, there's going to be a couple spoilers. I'm going to give some stuff away. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can only wait 40 years before I start getting <laughs> movie plots. Away. Let's put it this way I've seen this movie back in the 80s, probably 20 times, back in the 90s, probably 100 times. And maybe it's just my brain, but I haven't absorbed... Some people absorb every detail. I absorb them all. So this movie still is, like, fresh if you haven't seen it. And it's still fresh. Like, 
okay, they're all walking into the fucking the medical bay, which is stupid. Yeah. They, I mean, and I, I would have just sent in the fucking robot, dude. You know, that'd be the only. Oh thing yeah, everything's be... okay. I don't see it. Oh, you guys see the? Where's the little spider hand guy? Is he? I guess he's done with his little S and M thing. Is <laughs> he left? Oh shit, he's still alive, motherfucker. I mean, Ridley, I mean, she's so fucking alert. Like, she's just, oh, she's like, she knows she's ready for shit. Do you think, do you think they asked the Granny Weaver to do Terminator? Damn! Damn, Wow. I am such a huge fan of Linda Hamilton, but now that you mention it, she would have been kick-ass. That would have been the next evolution of Ripley, because I believe that Ripley inspired Sarah Connor. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, and I'm like, I, that's why I asked that question. Yeah. I wonder if like Sigourney was up for that role and then didn't take it because she got something else. I, I mean, what was maybe it was the same time that the second. But what was Terminator? Eighty-three. Ooh, that that was pretty close. Let me see. And, and you're right, James Cameron did Terminator and Aliens too. So it, wow, <laughs> there's some speculation, folks. So the timeline is like right, you know. Yep, Terminator was 1984. Okay. And then Aliens came. Yeah. It was 1986. Ugh. So two years apart. Let me see if Sigourney see Weaver was there. up for the role. Up there somewhere. Oh, that alien is so gross. How did they make that? Uh, chicken. Is that what it's made of? I don't know. I can see that. That's what I love about those details. They use real animal parts. That must have been a hell of an art back then. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Let's get rid of it. I like how it's acid blood, basically. Like this is the first doesn't work time after it dies. the species like this it has to go back. All sorts of tests have to be made. Ash, are you kidding? This thing bled acid. Who knows what it's going to do when it's dead? I think it's safe to assume it isn't a zombie. Does it has to come back? Well, I'd assume it's not been a mistake, but you're the science officer. Nope, it doesn't look like it. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna change my mind. I'm not trying to change my mind. I just want you to listen. Will you listen to me? Because it makes. Wait a minute, Sigourney Weaver. Roles she missed that other actor asked other actresses. So maybe. Well, here we go down the rabbit hole. Wants to Terminator. Weaver was one of 52 women considered. Yeah, of course. Okay. Wow, she was supposed to splash? Holy shit. Dead Calm, Jurassic Park. She would have been awesome in that. Shakespeare in Love, Then She Found Me. Wow. Wow. She could have done 
Those are a couple of winners right there. Yeah. Wow. So she goes up for the role. Dude, there was 52 actresses up oh, yeah. for Terminator. I think they ultimately went with Lin Linda Hamilton because she was an unknown. Like, like uh, James Cameron's really, really known for that. Like, he's from the Roger Corman school. Yeah. Where he's like, if I, if I give you this opportunity, will you go to the mat? He's from that Roger Corman school. Yeah, yeah. Like Robert Patrick is like. I'm not trying to, but you know, Robert Patrick in in a car ride explained that one time. And it was like the most fascinating story in the world to hear him talk about Terminator 2. You know, like on a Friday he was nobody, by Monday he couldn't walk in the world. Said he went in the theater and watched himself. He was like, damn, I was pretty. I was like, okay. But you know, James Cameron just sounds like, like he was the perfect guy to do this. Right. And add to James. It gave him all the precipice for Terminator. You know? Like the dirtiness of this. Like this inspired so much post-apocalyptic sci-fi. Like this is about an apocalypse that you're constantly trying to avoid because you know if they ever bring these aliens to Earth, that's the apocalypse. You know? That's your final aliens movie. That would be the final aliens movie. And then they come back later, and then they have to fight the Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like those Planet of the Apes movies, but I have The new one looks like it's going to be fucking pretty It's brutal. awesome, but I haven't even watched the second one, because there's something about it that just doesn't... Even though they're awesome, I love the, the remake. But it was kind of like, those first movies affected me so much culturally. I watched every single one of them, every bad one. Right. And, and being a black man, being into sci-fi... Yeah, you know, maybe if you could Wait a minute. Yeah, if you couldn't tell by my voice, ma'am. I don't know if you could tell by my voice. Hey, dude. Uh, I don't know, brother, if you could uh, tell by my voice. Hey, but, bro. Uh, I am an African-American. Right. But I enjoy nerdy shit. Okay, so anyway. You are Asian-American. Yeah, I'm Asian-American. My mom's like, are you reading a book? Oh, uh, that'll work. I don't care. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't care if it's got... Just read, motherfucker. Little spaceman. She's like, are you staying, are you staying off the street? Oh, well, fuck. Here's yeah, a, yeah, here's some more. Here's some more. Same yeah. shit my family yeah. said. God bless my mother for that. My mom, mom was like, you're reading? I'm like, don't know how. Mm -hmm. Staying off the street? No. <laughs> my mom was like, it, is it keeping them out? That was her argument. It keeps you out of trouble, whatever. <laughs> this guy is constantly smoking. He's got one of his... Yeah, he's got... Roll of this fucking space split. <laughs> you damn right it's a space split. Hell, he put in the fresh one. He's already got the fresh one. Oh. Oh, I kind of, I feel like shit. Now realize, how far is this into the movie? Like, this whole movie. Has... We are 35. Oh, sorry. We are an, an hour. In... Almost an hour into barely a two-hour movie. So the whole setup. What the hell is he wearing? <laughs> wow. Wow, that Cotton. is. Cotton. Uh, corset? No, it's a. Uh, I think it's Gucci. I remember some horrible dream about smothering it. Anyway, where are we? Where are we home? Yeah, back to the old freezerinos. <laughs> freezerinos. That's the whole plan. Was to bring back her. Bring back an alien. 
get him, get him ingested, freeze him up. You know what? I, another thing I like about this story is that humankind, in all of this exploration, hasn't come across alien life up until this, particularly. Uh, right, right, right. You know, like they're aware of the possibility of biological life, but but, not. but they're genuinely surprised when they see the spaceship. When they see the alien spaceship. Yeah. Like, they're genuinely surprised. Like, I think that there's enough information out there. Like, obviously, someone knows about the Prometheus mission and knows that there's aliens and stuff. But that general, but it was not general knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, there's all the corporations. Yeah. Oh, here it comes. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, this scene. Oh, my God. Bring it. Apparently, they all knew that this was, that an alien was going to burst out, but they didn't realize it was going to be so bloody and explosive. <laughs> so, so many of these reactions are real. It's going to be. Like, look at John Hurt. He is selling this. They did not think that he was going to go this crazy. Yeah, they said, I was it, go, you go, and then everybody reacts, right? One of those parts. Yes, sorry, I'm hitting the couch. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, okay, you'll be right. I love this sound. <laughs> Look at the aliens like. Oh, don't touch it! Don't touch it! What? You better grab that motherfucker. <laughs> that one girl, she's not even in the scene because she's been passed out. Yeah. That's it, she out. Wake her up, man. Seam cut. So now they show these same hallways. Yeah. Now, now you're gonna be like, why are you showing yeah. the hallways like this? Now? This is why this movie's so great. It's so damn claustrophobic, man. Yeah, the hallways are small. Hallways are small. Like, I'm glad that we do this kind of show instead of a regular movie kind of review. Not that I don't. I love other movie review shows, but it kind of gives you an idea of. I like. I like seeing a lot of these movies like with kind of fresh eyes, and this movie is still just. This movie would blow your mind today. Okay, so everybody's intent. Mm -hmm. They're watching his body. I guess what? They burn his body now? Which they should have burned his body. Yeah, they should have did it the first time. As soon as they fucking died. Anybody want to say anything? Out in space? Is it? Yeah, they're on And now that big ass ship is a death trap. I know, like that's that was the thing. Like once you saw that fucking alien leave, you were just like, yeah. Let the games begin. Yeah. It's going to be prod, like a cattle prod. It's got a portable battery, 
insulated all the way here, all the way up to here. Just make damn sure nobody puts their hand on the end of it. Shut it down a little faster unless its skin is thinner than ours. But it will give them a little incentive. I love how they think this thing is still going to be the same size later on. Yeah, I've taken care of that. I've designed this tracking device. We no weapons, folks. No weapons. They're minors. Yeah. That's what I love about this movie. It's just like this is, it's like it's like Captain What's Phillips or something. It's like one gun on the ship. Yeah, they're trying to MacGyver some shit out of like Calprod. And a leaf blower. Two teams. Ash, Lambert, and I have a big take Parker and Brett. We had a better idea. Let's just blockade ourselves. Now, anyone see this thing and catch it in the net that Parker is holding Yeah. Actually, why didn't they all just get in the one ship and just disengage? Because it could be anywhere. It could be in that ship hiding out. Channels are open and all And they're not, I don't think they're necessarily aware. This is a completely alien life form, so they don't have any idea on how quickly this thing So this whole thing's totally, completely alien. Yeah, this is new to them. Even even the corporate <laughs> even the corporation I think who's uh don't even know they don't even know right because the Prometheus only one survives apparently I think right. we're gonna find out a lot more in Covenant yeah we are yeah. you know I don't understand it I just in some ways I almost hope they repeat the original Alien to put it back on the right foot and in other ways they have to expand on it because it's gonna be a prequel right so yeah you gotta set up Ripley. Yeah. But, you know, can you... How do you do that? How, how do you oh, do yeah. that? Because you yeah. got to have two things. That's why Alien 5 would have been cool, because you could have showed Ripley as an older person. Yeah. You know? True. She thinks Newton Hicks are dead, but they're survived, so she's gone through all of this crap. They're the three people that know about the alien species the best. And if yeah. the aliens actually make it to Earth, it's over. Because that's the whole point of this, is to get the aliens back. Because the, the corporations on Earth really don't know what they're dealing with. They think they do. But. love the atmosphere. You spent an hour building up the atmosphere. Like, no movies have this much patience anymore. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. You gotta get everything done within the first 15 minutes. I gotta say that, in some way, I've liked kind of all of the Alien movies with Sigourney Weaver. Like, I did not hate Part 3. Right. I didn't, no, I never disliked like, any fucking You know, alien. because, I mean, let's get it. Like, David David Fincher was just kind of like a studio hired. Here's the opportunity to shut up and make the script. But I think there, there was some great stuff in there. Yeah. And I think Alien Resurrection, I actually saw that in the theater, and yeah, it was hokey. But there were some great concepts in there that I really enjoyed. It's just this biggest problem is that it really just did not stick to the plan, right? Yeah. They should have really, like, if you made Alien, it's like the ships, if you made a theme, like, this is their horror movie, the next one is their, uh, their military movie. 
you know, where's the political thrill, thriller aliens, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, how are they selling this that they just, that, you know, on Earth, when they finally confirmed that there's other life, how do you sell that, you know? Yeah. Like, they're going to bring something this dangerous. Every government in the world has ever heard about this, they will try to track it down. Right now. Right. Like, why aren't there other ships out there? Yeah. And I'd love to see a way to defeat the aliens that we haven't thought about. I love this camp. Because I think that's really a clip. It's like, the aliens have a way to be defeated. We just never discovered it. You know, every movie is about discovering it. Like, the best way to defeat them is the predators. You know? Like, a whole culture of warriors that kills the aliens as a rite of passage. And they can eviscerate a whole planet full of them because they know how. Like, I could easily see Marine, like like the video games, like Marines and Predators teaming up to take out aliens. Right. You know. That's why the Predator movies are so important. Harry Dean. Jones! Uh, Cat? Hello? Jonesy? When I was a kid, I thought that alien was going to get this cat the whole time. Aren't they supposed to be in a team? Well, he lost the cat, so they made him go get it. Like, what do you, what do you normally do in these dangerous situations when somebody loses a cat? Make him go find the cat by themselves. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Cat knows where food bowls are. You know, it's a fucking ship. It's not like he's gonna get lost. when they start realizing. Oh, man. And, and another thing, a big unsung hero, you got to look up this dude's name, is the actor that actually played the alien, the seven-foot Nigerian who actually played the physical alien. Like, that's an... It's like every monster, there's always a guy behind the mask. Right. Recently, we've started really loving these original. Like, we can tell the guy who was the original Leatherface from, like, some tall guy. Right. You know? And there's a history there that people appreciate. Like, people are looking for continuity in these things anywhere where it's at. But this alien, the alien as a physical human being, I think is a concept they should go back to. I just think they should. Like, right. a human puppet is just, it's just, it makes this frightening. Because it's like the hell version of human beings, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's got your arms, it's got your legs, it's got a head, it's got a brain, it thinks and it hunts. That's why I don't think you need the, the alien-human hybrid. Like an alien wouldn't need to hybrid with a human. Right. Like we would actually gain more from us taking some of their aspects than them taking ours. Totally. Like to make humans more militarily capable, 
so many, you know, from the armor to the blood. Because the blood is not toxic till it hits air. That's the whole point. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right, 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 right. It's, mo it's molecular, so it needs that reaction. Ugh. Ugh. God, this movie builds up such good tension. They just had the darkness. Look at that. Just darkness. Just yeah. his face. It's nothing but in frame. Right nothing there. in frame. I like that how he just turns his head. I love that. They just give him that moment of respite. Like I wonder if like James Cameron's like, hey, just do this thing for a second. Oh my god. This is an actor, you know what I'm saying? Look how scary that is. Yes, folks, that is KY Jones, the slime. Disgusting, but I, th I think all these little psychological things, this psychological familiarity just plays with your head. Oh, this part is so awesome. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. This this doing this podcast, like you know, for a few fans that are out there, it has made me a retro guy again. Like I have been dying to get one of those Casio watches. My lady's threatening to get me a swatch. I'm like, oh yeah, I got one on Amazon. That's why you're cool, Jason. I love chilling with you. I'm I'm obsessed with you know just like making stuff from the eighties. You and Ash take the main airlock. Parker Lambert, you cover up that maintenance opening plate. God I did just the quiet parts in here like like nobody's freaking out to just making plans. Yeah, they're making plans. It's just like, and but and they're, it's funny as, and they're just as workers. They're just going okay. They're just doing it. Yeah, because they don't know that there's an ulterior motive. They're just trying to survive. They're like oh okay yeah well let's do this. You know, they don't know that there's an ulterior motive. Yeah. Like why why did you let that thing in here? You knew that thing was going to do something like what it did. Unable to compute. 
Uh, we got a killing machine on board. It needs to be dead. They're like, this is the procedure. Don't care if you all die, just get back. Oh, fuck. He's like, I don't like that answer. What are my yeah, chances? He's like, I don't know. Dude, um, this part. That sound. Man, there's so many iconic things. I love the doors in this. Why is there Purina signs on all the doors? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's little, it makes me laugh every time. It, it's like a scary movie, but every time the door closes, it has the sign that the Purina dog chow sign, and it makes me laugh. That's the first junction. Because I just think of Papa Chow. <laughs> what I love is how high tech and how low tech they're. Yeah. Like, they don't sing. You know, drones or anything that we'd be like, oh, there's an air duct we're sending yeah, in. Yeah, send a drone. That's gonna scan it. No, we're gonna send a person. He's like, uh. Can those close faster? Alright, I've got a reading on you now. Yeah, no. Sorry. I would just have to, we'd all have, just have to hang out in a room where there's no way for this thing to get into and just kind of hang out in there and just wait. And if it shows up, we all attack it at once. Yeah. You know, like, fuck this bullshit. Our plan to go into an air duct for Yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah, no problem. It's like getting rid of rats. Yeah. It's, it's like being one of those fucking dudes in Vietnam, those fucking, the rat dudes that go into the fucking holes and shit. They'd be like, here, Jason, go in there and think, no, I'm sorry, that's just court martial. It's not gonna happen. Sorry. I'm not gonna fucking lie, I'm a nerd. You want me to go look for that alien? I'll give you the exact weapons that I need. And after I get those weapons, we can go look for that fucking alien. I don't know. If they, if it's me doing something, not doing something, for that thing to pick me off. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a long trick back to Earth. Yeah, like, no, fuck. I'm like, maybe we got a shot. But something that tells me if it could survive on that planet, you're in deep trouble. I think I got Yes, I got it. It's right behind you. Oh shit. It is right around here. Fuck you, stop. It's not. Don't. It's right on, it's gonna eat your face. What? No, I don't. Like I'm... That's like a right. real flamethrower. That's like no face stuff. You got like a regular actor that shoots off this flamethrower. I love how little sounds in this bitch become so annoying. Yeah. Like a fucking alarm clock. It's like that alarm, you're like... <laughs> they're like... 
Pinch of country in him where he's just like Dallas? He knows it's in there. <laughs> he said, I don't feel safe. That's what he said. I don't feel safe. Uh, I'm not I'm not telling him, but I want to get the hell out of here. That's the whole point. That's the only way. We'll move in pairs. We'll go step by step and cut off every bulkhead and every vent until we have it cornered and then we'll blow it the fuck out into space. Is that acceptable to you? It means killing it. Obviously it means killing it. But we have to stick together. How are our weapons? The weapons are fine. This one needs refueling. Will you get it, please? Ash, go with him. No, no, I can manage Ash. We'll follow him. Ash? Any suggestions from you or Mother? No, we're still collecting. <laughs> you what? You're still collating? I find that hard to believe. What would you like to do? Just what you've been doing, Ash. Nothing. <laughs> I've got access to Mother now, and I'll get my own answers. Thank you. All right. <laughs> She's not happy. Yeah. She's the captain. 
She goes down with the ship. She knows it. I love this brother. Hey, they let you survive to halfway through the movie, man. That was good for 1979. Shit. That was great. They let you have lines and shit and gave you a gun. Man. It made him tough enough where he went and fucking looked for shit by himself yeah. after someone got killed in the same fucking area. He's not military, he's just got a pair. Just a dude. <laughs> I love this control room, man. It's like the motherboard, right? Mother, it's mother, yeah. it's the main computer. Mother, what the fuck's going on? Constantly ratchets it up to tension. Not only is it bad, not only are they in a bad spot. Crew expendable. Fuck. There is an explanation for this, you know. He's going against his own programming. I think his programming got fucked up. Like something happened. It's just fucked up. He tries to choke with the fucking magazine. The hell? Some gangster shit. This 
Gangster. They make everything so gross. Like in science fiction movies, they make the robots so like, you know what I'm saying, so yeah. human. But they're here, they're just like, no, it's completely synthetic. Survivor. I will close it. 
<laughs> Ma. This, this movie sings so much right now. I can't lie to you about your chances. We're gonna blow up the ship. We'll take our chances in the shuttle. Blow up the ship. She's like, I'm not gonna make it to the shuttle. Yeah. You're already dead, me. She knows. Yeah, that planet girl. You have a panic girl, get everybody yeah, else killed. You can't. I like the man, he's my favorite character now. <laughs> Something you got, you don't have to let it know it. Jesus. What if it does? If it smells fear, and you're putting the fear out there. I think it's all about the element of surprise. If it can see you, like imagine something that's just hunting you. It's just walking in a place you can't see. Just calm as shit. Yeah, that's true. Till you're not paying attention. That's my favorite. The damn tiger to take you out. You won't even see the damn tiger. That's true. Tiger take you out before you even knew it was a tiger took you out. Yep. Mom. 
Fuck the cat. How you doing? Fine. Cat basically saves her life. What are you talking about? I know, right? Cat's the only one with some damn common sense in the whole movie. No, right? Seriously? That's funny. Like the cat's the best alarm for the alien. So like wherever that cat is, the alien isn't far behind. He's probably been chasing the cat half the time. to look too much don't go in the deep this movie don't. must have been such an amazing antidote to Star Wars at the time oh right <laughs> right oh seriously because whenever I think about Star Wars I always think of Star Wars as like the past of our future right no totally such a shitty way to go out. She got it from under. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's Time over. Ride. But she needs those canisters, though. No, it's just her now. I think I don't know if she needs all of them. Oh, it's like extra oxygen, I think. Super fucking, super friends fuck. 
She was like hanging from something. Yeah. That's what I love about this alien. It's like they made it much more primal, but this one seems so smart. Yeah. Like, it's the most humanistic of all the alien versions, you know? That's why I think it's one of the scariest ones. Right. Oh, shit. It's so funny, like, how they keep her just looking sweaty and tense the yeah. whole time, you know? See, this one still makes me jump like it did back then. Yeah, it really did. Like, Yeah, I know it's... Honest to goodness, the second half of this, like, foolproof jump scares. Like, really great ones, too. Scuttle procedure. And I like all the different symbols for this universe yeah yeah for their stuff it's like right? asian and the top those tiles yeah. kind of look like mahjong tiles yeah and then some the like, geometric shapes like good look all this these extra steps that she has to go to fucking detonate to make the ship explode you know it's like a full-on nuclear it's fucking crazy i love this that it's like it's just this physical thing that she has to do yeah why you have to love Ripley because it's like what made her get out of this situation was so natural to her it was like common sense it was quick thinking but it wasn't like she was like what did they call it uh, a Mary Sue where she like knows everything automatically and can do anything like this is real like keep your head low make it to the shuttle get the hell out of here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah don't forget the cat it's almost like she needs the cat as something to bear witness to this. Right? Like, you don't want to be the only survivor off of this bad boy. But then this is how she becomes the expert of these creatures. Because people don't survive encounters with these things. Love this, Matt. Love this light. Turns it off to save the cat. Is that why? 
Danzig's got a lot of clout. He's an aficionado, so aficionado. Yeah. He'll be fooled by Danzig. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I remember him challenging Jim Baker to a debate in the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's a smart dude. Like, and Jim Baker would not debate him. Sorry, this is not like the normal... I don't know what's usual for when we watch these things, but damn, this movie is fucking kick-ass, dude. Yeah, it's, this movie still stands up. Yeah, it, it stands up like, and this is actually the oldest of the movies that we've watched so far. Yeah. By a few years, you know, most of the movies we're watching are like seven years later. Yeah, like this is like science fiction went down after this movie. Like, they, they got they got into it, you know. I think that's. A, some of the things in the 80s that we they got cheesy with a lot of science fiction stuff like the way they did sci-fi they yeah. tried to cartoon it up a lot yeah. like Howard the Duck yeah movies like that like movies that could have been pretty like they're actually redoing Howard the Duck no they're not are yeah. they they've, they've announced they're doing a Howard the Duck I believe so I think I read it on a Marvel Comics thing they're actually going to reprise it I know he was at the end of Guardian. Sorry, I, I'm a huge Howard the Duck fan, and if you don't know, know your Marvel movie history. That is Marvel's first official We're movie. We're gonna do Howard the Duck too. Oh sure. man, I actually saw that recently, like sure, a few years ago, and it was it was amazing. It was so bad, but yeah. yet it makes you go realize George Lucas is insane. That oh, was right. like his oh. baby. Yeah. He could have made anything that, that from was Marvel. His, George Lucas's coping. Yeah. Like. He could have made anything by Marvel. He had carte blanche. He had Leah Thompson in that thing, and she was huge at the time. She was in some kind of wonderful, like right around the. It was like, yeah, yeah. come on. But Leah there's, Thompson. But there's so many things about it. Like Marvel the Duck wasn't self-aware, wasn't self-effacing enough. But there's something about it. Like you need almost it to be at least that crazy if yeah. you remake it. Because nowadays. You can double down, like have the duck, be in love with a woman, and you know, do all of that shit. Yeah. Like I think Marvel would have, they could, they could totally reinvent themselves with a Howard Duck movie. I mean, Guardian the Galaxy, you just put Rocket Raccoon in that bitch, and you got a movie. Yeah. Cosmo, totally. Cosmo the dog and Groot, you can just put all of Marvel's like Disney yeah, ripoff yeah. characters together. <laughs> I actually used to draw this spaceship all the time. Oh, really? When I was a kid in my class. Like, I'd try to draw certain... I always liked 
the getaway ships of spaceships. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, I like, like the, the personal subgenres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every movie fan has something they like about these types of movies, you know. Just like the cartoon G-Force, you know, the big ship, the Phoenix is cool, but I like the fact that it has, like, separate vehicles in the front, on the wings, and in the back, you know, like, there's four separate, I used to draw the G-Force plane all the time, too, though. Oh, shit. You know what's so funny? That's actually a good explosion for space, too, because yeah. you would just be a flashlight and feel the thing. There's no fire. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of sci-fi movies would use fire and explosions. That would be a more traditional yeah, yeah, yeah. nuclear explosion in space. You'd get an aftershock, you'd see the, the light of it, but it wouldn't be like... Damn, that thing fucking was powerful! I mean, it was a mining ship with God knows what they were mining on it. Oh, so what well, other stuff on... Yeah, that's true. It could have been very, very radioactive yeah. material. And it's something. a gigantic nuclear... You know, it's probably running on fusion. And, uh, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's probably doing all kinds of stuff. That's what I mean. What, what, what kind of... And now she's asleep. Is it a good time to be asleep? And this movie is not that long. Look, they pack so much crap in this movie. Yeah. Like the second half of this is like bananas, man. Yeah, the last fifty-six, the like the last fifty-six minutes, they do do a lot. Like this girl's just tired. She just wants to take a nap. It's like they woke up for breakfast, and I'm, this is like the end of the day. You know I what know. I'm saying? It's been one day of just crazy shit. Yeah, you might want to have a cat in space. I can see why. Yeah. That's what I love about this alien. It's too smart. Man, I forget so many details about this. I've seen it so many times. And by the way, acting with animals is really freaking hard. They did not do anything you want them to do. That's why they had a... There's probably a person sitting down inside of that yeah. thing and grabbed the cat. You know, freeze that fucker. <laughs> Come on, lady. Think to, to... It's so funny how she's right. So funny, lady. You think you took this alien out? Yeah. It's super quiet again. It's like so genius. Just making the whole audience just feel like, oh, okay, she's just winding this bitch down, you know? Right. 
Right there, dude. What? The alien. That's his head right there. And that's the worst thing. <laughs> Did you feel it so vulnerable? And then they start the strobe, which really, you know, you see, it really fucks with the. Such a great version of the, the original alien is literally my favorite version of this creature. I think it's the original intention of Geiger. Like, because just look how physical it is. Yeah. It just feels like super alive. Come on, girl, get your shit together. Common sense. <laughs> See, that's why Ripley survives. She's resourceful as shit. It's like, you might go need this. It's like it's not awake yet, is it? Basically? Yeah, it's like it's sleeping or something. It's like it's waking up to kill. And it's funny because you've never seen that creature vulnerable up until this point in any way. Yeah, that's true. It's a journey. Get it together. This movie's killing me with suspense. Jesus. Oh, she's got her fishing rod. <laughs> fishing harpoon. This movie is killing me. Yeah. Where'd he go? Spacesuit on. She came out of the room. She is five point harnessing herself to the fucking chair. She's about to fucking decompress the ship and 
Hopefully do something. Oh, she's freezing him. Man, things take a while to happen in this. You just don't yeah. do something. Took <laughs> a, a lot longer than that. Yes, it did. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off. So it was technically almost seven years between this one and the next one. Yeah. Golly. How long was it in time? Right. Yeah, it was there. like what thirty years or something yeah. like that. Because she didn't age because she was in hibernation. Yeah, but her daughter was became a grandmother right. and died, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time is funny in space. Yep. Not funny for the people on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Like, they made this movie like there was never going to be a sequel to it. Damn, that's it? Wow. That's it, folks. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that movie is by far I mean it really is just straight that that movie's badass that movie's badass like Ridley Scott directed the hell out of that movie yeah that was done very well I mean I know it probably seems like old hat it's like yeah, everybody likes the alien no not everybody likes aliens no but you should watch it if you haven't because 1979 I mean this was just this was just super ahead of its time no wonder yeah. they, they struggled a lot to get this story right because 
that that was like dead on. I mean, the fact that James Cameron elevated it was, but get, this is basically a bottle film. It's like everything about a horror movie except using, I don't know, like it was great. And I love that part at the end, like the alien like had to rest basically at some yeah. point. It had to rest. Like that was its weakness essentially. Like it had to like rest at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that was never even touched upon in any of the other movies. Yeah. Man, that movie. And I think in a bunch of the, in the other movies were over longer periods of time. They yeah. Were in like a two day time period. Like yeah, yeah. Was. Seems to me like a creature like that will wipe you out pretty quick. Like I love all the other movies, but it's like this movie is like super like just on point and ahead of its time it really is like it it did nothing but make you ask questions i can real i realize why people had to see more and more in the universe and what are the space jockeys and all of that because i never i never even asked those questions when i originally watched this movie prometheus made me like this movie has actually made prometheus better for me yeah it, it did but then i see where the real they should have gave people a sequel or a prequel to Alien. I mean, it's just, it, you know, there were, why they didn't, I don't understand. It's a no-brainer. I think they'll correct that. But, dude, this movie in and of itself is like the shit. The funny thing is, is couldn't the Alien story just keep on going as yeah. movies? Like, even without Sigourney or, you know, like, yeah. it, it's going to keep, I mean. It, it keeps going. But it's like, to me, if you're going to have the Sigourney story, it's all about her keeping the aliens from ever reaching her. Yeah. And she has to be a part of it. No, totally. Even if she's 70, she knows <laughs> the most. She knows everything. <clears throat> but, man, it's like, I don't know, folks. That's lo-fi, sci-fi. Sorry, we talked a bunch of men in the end. We just watched it, and there was a couple of honest-to-God jump spares, and we're grown men like this movie is. <laughs> I highly recommend it any day of the week. If you just want to watch something artistic that's just like... A movie that's done well, especially at the time. In comparison to the movies of that time period, uh, especially with the director and the producers that it had on it, the actors that it had on it were all good actors. I mean, it like it, it all around. I mean, to me, for a, a sci-fi movie, this is all around hit. Probably some of my favorite, yeah. all of my favorite uh, parts about. Mm -hmm. Being a sci-fi Yeah, movie. normally I try to be like, oh, you know, if they remake it, who would you... But they're basically remaking it with Covenant, hopefully. We're hoping yeah. that it's a lot better, but man, it's, you gotta finish the story of Ripley. Like, you got to. It's too good. It's too classic. She knows the most. Anything everybody knows about the Aliens universe is because of her. So it's like... Yeah. In that universe, it's because of her. She knows the most. So it's yeah. like... You gotta finish off her story, but as a movie, self-contained, this movie's basically in the top ten. Like it's hard to fuck with this as a sci-fi. Like you just, you basically can't. Even when you ask about their motivations, it's characters. Like you know, some people freeze, and some you know, like the Tom Scare, he just took that right on the chin. The other guy, he was gonna sacrifice himself. Yeah. The one guy was the bad guy, but you didn't even know he was the bad guy, and it's like. With so few characters, they just made it work. But the movie in general is like, man. Well, Pops, I gotta say, from the lo-fi, sci-fi, uh, I'm gonna rate this as I fuck with this. I, I totally fuck with this. Yeah, film. I, fu I, I fuck with this movie too. And I, I will recommend it to anybody who's like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, bro, watch this movie. Yeah, dude. Just seriously, seriously. watch this movie. Like, do yourself a favor because you'll get it. 
and and watch it first on your own, and then link it up with the podcast and watch it with us. Yeah, that's something we have to like promote more because it's like we don't want to. We well, I think once if we decide to set up a show because I definitely would want to set up a, a maybe a backyard movie night. Yeah, yeah. Where me and you do a pod like a show with a crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, or something like that. That would be super fun because I think an artist would charge us up. I'm sorry, I'm a little downplay. Like I said, it, it like I like the whole John Hurt thing. Really, is just like you know, I'm I'm in the last five years, I've gotten to be an artist a lot just because of those moments. So the man seemed indestructible to me. So it's like it really just it was like wow, those are the know? ones, man. Yeah, God. it's the ones. You right. know, like it's the ones, but it's like you just be blown away. Like I'm just a little nobody. And he kind of touched my life. So, like, think about, I mean, that's just me. Think about everybody else. And then when you see his performance, it seals the deal in this movie. Yeah, good, like, good job for basically, sure. Basically, it is like when he dies, it is on. Yeah. You realize that you're ass, you're next. And it's just like, it's it's top three classic deaths of all time. This is screen. how you're going to die. Yeah, it's top three classics. <laughs> he didn't even see it coming. It's great. You're all going to die It's in great. There. One of the, definitely, definitely fuck with this movie. One of the greatest science fiction movies ever. One of Ridley Scott's best. I love, 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 love Brilliant Runner. But this movie, I forgot about it. Because it's just, I mean, look at all these movies on the bottom. They, I, I like Predator 2. Aliens is good. Yeah. The first Predator is good. They're all fun, but they're nothing compared to this. I would say Aliens is the only one, and that's an action movie compared yeah. to this. Like this, this is the, this, I was shocked. I mean, you take Geiger's vision like, I mean, this is just like Mavericks making something that nobody is expecting. It's just going to be hard to recreate this, really, in any way. But, I mean, that's basically it enough for me. You know, like, seriously, I've said my piece and, you know, hopefully we'll see some more. Of, I mean, how many more Ridley science fiction, Scott? I mean, we did Blade Runner, although I guess when a new Blade Runner comes out, maybe we can redo that again because it got lost, I guess, at some point, but... I mean, Ridley Scott's on. I mean, The Martian brought him back big time. And I can see the claustrophobic nature of his directing style yeah. in The Martian. But, man, he's going to come back to this. He better not drop the ball. No. Or he won't repeat himself. No, nah, I don't think he will either. But, all right, that's enough for me. All right, folks. We'll come in uh, again. Coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, it's Sunday, February 5th. And I hope you all enjoyed this week's edition of WMP's Lo-Fi Sci-Fi. Uh, feature presentation, Alien, the 1979 feature. Actually, IMDb actually gives this movie. This shows you how good it is out of almost 1,500 reviews. It's got an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, IMDb that's, that's a, a pretty. Deal. That's a pretty high. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty high number. So, guys, check it out. If you like sci-fi movies, thank you for checking us out. Yes, check definitely. Wester out. If you guys hear about him out and about town playing tunes or doing acting or doing whatever else, check me out. You'll hear my mouth. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, have a great week. Have a good one, yeah. We appreciate you all. You guys take care. Deuces. Peace.